You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Texas Tech up 10-7 on TCU. Oh, the flag. TCU just tried to go deep there. Uh, everybody's been sharing possum stories because there was a possum on the field with TCU Texas Tech. Some of them are gross, to be honest with you. One of them uh, involves animal feces. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, possums are gross, and we'll just leave it at that. That's the end of the story. Um, you think they could be domesticated, though? A possum domesticated? You don't think you could, like, declaw them, defang them? They're nasty creatures. But I guess people have Get foxes them as, a baby. as pets, so... Get them a little baby? Maybe. The whole thing... Why don't you try the, an experiment and see if it'll work? The whole reason that they can't figure out the whole domesticated fox thing is because they pee everywhere. You can actually get them to be very sweet. Oh, they're super... But they just pee yeah. all over the is house. Is it just the male fox or is it male and female? I think they both pee a lot. Because, like, male dogs are the ones that like to just mark. It's not really female dogs as much. Oh, but... Emma loves to mark. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same. Establishing um, the dominance. So, so do I. Um, uh, Trista <laughs> asking you shall receive. According to a prominent uh, exterminator service, a nationwide, no, mm. no need to give them pub, but they do have a Probably nice an orkin. website. I bet it's an orkin. It's not. Okay. It rhymes with Erminex. <laughs> okay, got it. Spermishmex. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you found young abandoned opossum, you may be wondering, can they be pets? Opossums, or possums, uh, are typically non-aggressive and can even be docile. Oh. Their seemingly passive demeanor may lead you to contemplate can I do this? <laughs> if you've come across a young one you believe to be abandoned, uh, you know, but like all wildlife, they are better left in nature and not in captivity. They don't tell you, though, whether they Seeks. can be... I knew it. I knew that's what you were going to take away from this. Also, check your local listings because the legalities of your local jurisdiction may say, yeah, don't do this. Yeah, don't can do I that. own a possum? Let's see. <laughs> well, we know what Trista's research is going to be. Yeah. Emma's can got a friend. I own a possum. <laughs> I feel like that's the only type of animal that would contend with Emma. That's actually probably a good point. Uh, 47-45, Sixers up on the Raptors right now. 3.30 to go in the first half. 14 points for Tobias Harris. Already 10 for Joel Embiid. Tyrese Maxey's got 9. 14 for uh, Scotty Barnes as well. So uh, we've got... Kind of everything that we expected to happen in this game when it comes to prop perspective, uh, that's what's going on. We bring on Sean Little, MSG Networks. I haven't talked to Sean in a while here. I don't know if you have any possum stories. Feel free to throw one out if you've got them. But uh, what about if you don't have any? It's it's, it's fine. Uh, LeBron James last night, man. Like, forget even what the Lakers did. Just LeBron and himself, the 42 minutes, playing at such a high level, playing at such a high level in the fourth quarter of games this year. I feel like... People will never truly appreciate the longevity that he's had in being at this level of play for as long as he has until he actually retires. Can you even put in perspective how incredible and just how unique it is that he's able to play at this level for now, what, 21 seasons? First things first, thanks for having me, gang. I miss you guys. I appreciate the NBA being back. I'm going to chop it up with you. And also, Trista just taught me a different way to say domesticated. She said domesticated. I start saying it that way as well. So we'll go from there. But, yes, LeBron James has been absolutely sensational to start the year. The most interesting thing to me is LeBron is by far maybe the smartest basketball player of all time that we've seen in the league. He, and on top of that, wears his emotions on his sleeve. So after the game last night, after he goes berserk and has to play an extra five minutes in overtime, he mentions in the presser, he said he said something to the guys like, hey, D-Lo, you got to knock that down so I don't have to play an extra five minutes. <laughs> he is essentially telling everyone, hey, I am running out of gas. I'm going to be here when you guys need me. But overall, down the line, like 
these are my last couple years here in the league, and he's telling everybody that, and it's obvious. What he's been trying to do for the last couple years with roster construction is find guys that can take the offensive lift and pressure off of his plate. That was the initial reason to go get Russell Westbrook, right? Let Russell Westbrook run around like a crazy man like he likes to do and go to the basket and play hard because that's never been a question about Russell Westbrook, about his ability to play hard and want to and effort that he's going to bring. That was the idea when Westbrook came to town. Now it's Reeves. Okay, great. Reeves can play the pick and roll all day long. That's great. Let's sign him. Let's have him around. Let's get D'Lo, continue to give him the ball. Let's hope Anthony Davis can continue to show up. And, you know, that depends on the night. But he's been looking for guys to fill out the roster to take that lift off, and he can't seem to do it. When he's off the floor, they struggle, and then he he begrudgingly has to come back on the floor and get it done for the Lakers. But, yeah, what he's doing is absolutely top-notch, sensational, something like we've never seen and it doesn't seem like he is slowing down, at least early on here in the season. What do you like, Sean, about what the Pelicans are doing at 3-1? and one? We knew that they would be good with with Zion healthy, um, but they still have other guys that are coming back from injury, uh, like Alvarado. Like, But 3-1, and one, pretty damn good to start. I absolutely love this basketball team. It was a big if coming in, of course, if Zion plays and if he's healthy. They're going to be really good, and that's a fact. This is now the second year in a row to start this year. And if you guys remember last year, there was a stretch where New Orleans was at the top of the West. Yes. They were playing lights out. They were awesome. Zion goes down. The rest of the the team collapses, which you can expect when a squad loses their best player. But when he's around, they are sensational. Brandon Ingram continues to be a guy that is flexible and will do what needs to be done. And to, to fit in with Zion. And awesome. then, of course, they have that OG leader, old school CJ McCollum, who's kind of just the steady guy that continues to come in and get things done as well. Jonas Valanciunas is probably the most underrated big in the league. He has to beg for touches, but when he does get touches, he converts. He's awesome. I love what Jordan Hawkins has been doing. Across the board, that squad is – it just fits. It's a good – NBA squad, they play hard, they're long, they're physical, they play defense first, and then when you got a guy like Zion that can go get you a bucket at the basket anytime he wants, it's great. And then B.I. and C.J. are knocking down things from the perimeter. I love the squad, and I can't wait for Alvarado to get back because he also brings that edge as well. The two teams that made big moves in the East, who do you feel better about, Milwaukee or Boston? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, already, I'm already into the, the, the full-blown trap of the Boston Celtics. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced yeah. they're the best thing smoking. It's uh, it's a little different now, you know? Like, this is Missoula's second year. Jay Rue, Drew Holiday, I call him Jay Rue, because that's, that, that's my nickname for Drew Holiday, but he's obviously solidified and we know what we're going to get from him. Is this the year that they turn it up? Maybe. We'll see. We have a long way to go. We know what this team can do in the regular season. we got to see it in the playoffs, but one thing I took away from them hanging 155 on the Pacers last night was that they, the effort was all game long and it was at a very high level. There's not a lot of times where you see Jalen Brown go get one, two offensive rebounds on a putback and, and then punch it and kind of have some attitude about it. That was what was happening last night against the Pacers. Now, 
will that keep up when they're playing a better team that's going to actually fight back and can actually keep up? Part of the Celtics and, and that whole aura about them last couple of years is they have a little bit of front runner in them. When everything is going well and everything is going well in-game and off-court, everything is great. I can't wait to back the, the Boston Celtics on a night-to-night basis. But then when things get rough and rocky and the game is tight and we have to figure out who's going to close and where the ball is going to go, those are when the issues rear their head for the Boston Celtics. So we'll see what happens if they can keep this up. We know what they can do in the regular season. But, yeah, I got to go with Boston because uh, apparently the Milwaukee Bucks don't want to play defense anymore and they're towards the bottom of the league in rating. And now there's becoming questions of, hey, maybe Bud wasn't so bad. Maybe I would take I would take Bud back on the bench in Milwaukee. So right now I'm going to say Boston Celtics. Yeah, it's crazy. The Bucks are are 28th in the NBA in points allowed right now. It's just not something you see. Although we saw in stretches last year and even I think the year before where late in the season you're like, they're just not playing. And then they always try to – they find a way to figure it out. Uh, we're watching the Sixers and Raptors right now. It's 58-49. Sixers are up and Bede's got 15. But, like, the guy that really stands out to me that I'm looking at is Tyrese Maxey. He's the heavy favorite to win most improved player. Plus 175. Scotty Barnes is next with Cam Thomas at 9-1. to one. So, huge gap there. This is such a weird market because there's no real, like, qualifications for it, right? And you look at some of the guys that have won. They've already been, like, good players. And then they just maybe get more minutes and get a bigger opportunity. Tyrese Maxey certainly fits that mold. He's putting up crazy numbers so far this year, especially with James Harden gone. It's really just maybe a bigger role here now. Do we feel like we're at the point where Tyrese Maxey's already shown, like, he's at that threshold of improving? Or is this going to be the... John Morant type of situation where you're like, yeah, he was already good. Oh, I guess we're saying he's even more good. Like, I don't know. To me, it just feels like we've already kind of passed the Tyrese Maxey most improved situation. Yeah, it is a subjective award, but there is a little bit of, you know, bottom baseline that we have seen over the last few years. Go back to 2021 with Julius Randle, mm-hmm. all-star appearance. John Morant, all-star appearance. Lloyd Marketing, first all-star appearance. Those are the last three most improved players. And Tyrese Maxey, is on his is on that all star guard in the East trajectory. So I, I wouldn't say he's past that because he is improving at quite a bit uh, from last year and stepping up into a bigger role. And all those teams typically marketing wasn't on a playoff team with the Jazz, but if you remember that first half of the year, they were sensational. So they kind of got the cord pulled on them. But Julius was a was a playoff team on the Knicks in 2021. John Morant was on the playoff team with Memphis. You got to be good. You got to have a good story. The Raptors team might fall apart, and that's where I would be worried about Scotty Barnes and and that pick and that ticket. Cam Johnson is such a, a hot and cold guy, but he gets going. Obviously, he's sensational. He's been putting up thirty plus all year to start the campaign. But I, if, if you, if you're, I'm not a big futures guy because I don't like to tie up units for that long. Mm-hmm. But if you're patient and, and you have no problem, I would bet Tyrese Maxey right now for most improved because. Plus one seventy five isn't going to be around around for very long. I, I wouldn't be shocked if it, in three weeks you started seeing like minus two fifty, minus three hundred on Tyrese Snacks. Wow. Yeah. No, I agree. He's taking eight threes a game, Sean. Uh, his his usage is going to go way up. His dribble handoff shooting has been great. I'm curious your thoughts on the Mavericks. Are they real? Man, I. I I released a play. I was doing. I, did, I just mentioned I don't play a bunch of futures. One future I actually did play was Dallas Mavericks under forty two and a half wins. And feeling feeling a little sketch I, on that. 
Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't even forty two and a half wins. I think it was forty five and a half wins. If I if I'm not mistaken, after you don't look at the ticket. But yes, I am feeling a little sketchy on that. Um, I don't know yet. I know I'm looking for a spot to fade them, and I think I may have found one coming up where they have to play the Denver Nuggets here in the next couple of days, and Denver's coming off a loss as well. I don't know yet because they haven't really played too, too many good squads. They're coming off a game against the Bulls where the Bulls are the Bulls. They'll continue to just be a very mediocre franchise. Um, overall, though, Jay Green is getting more minutes than I thought he would under – under kid, they they had a, this weird relationship where last year he should have been getting a lot more time than he was. So right now, Luca is absolutely playing out of his mind. The biggest thing for me is always, especially to start of the season, is Luca Doncic is going to be in shape. He seems to be in shape and he seems to be ready to go. Um, it's a really interesting squad. But like, I just pulled it up. They beat the Spurs, the Nets, the Grizzlies, who are in shambles because they because of all the injuries they have, and the Bulls. They then have to play. The Nuggets here tomorrow, that's going to be a spot where I'm looking to fade the, the Dallas Mavericks. But Yeah, but then, in, and then Sean, solid. they play the, the, the Hornets, the Magic, the Raptors. So they may look real for a while and we still won't know. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And that's the, the beauty about the, the early, early season NBA. A lot of their games are on the road too, but then they start to get to a stretch where they play back-to-back games in New Orleans. They have to go to Milwaukee. They then have a little L.A. road trip. Sacramento's in there like the beam up. So, yeah, I, I would say right now I'm still not sold on the Dallas Mavericks because coming in, I wasn't high. Derek Lively has shown he could be an anchor as a rookie to start here on defense. That was actually the big question. I was just worried that Lively was going to get pit and put, was get, was going to be getting pit, put in pick and roll with Seth Curry. Doncic and Kyrie Irving, a.k.a. he was going to be out there on an island, and they've been able to work around it to start the year. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm really interested to see how they show up against Denver, uh, obviously coming off a loss and the best team in basketball. Uh, Sean, we got about a minute left. Anything that you like in Orlando, Utah, San Antonio, Phoenix, or even Thursday Night Football, which is about to kick off here in about three minutes? Yeah, I gave out um, – Earlier this morning, I gave out the Suns first half minus four. I believe it's kicked up a little bit. I have to believe that the Suns bounce back after that ridiculous loss and absolute collapse in the fourth quarter against the San Antonio Spurs. It does worry me a bit, guys, that the Phoenix Suns flat out don't have a point guard on the roster. For as much as Kevin Durant does well and how offensively savvy he is, he doesn't want to handle the rock. That's not what he does. He doesn't want to bring the ball up. So when you saw that turnover at the end when Kelvin Johnson just ripped it out of his hands, that's probably the most vulnerable you'll see Kevin Durant on a basketball court, especially on the offensive side of the rock. That's not his game. He doesn't want to bring the ball up. They need to figure that out. But, yeah, I like the Suns to bounce back. I took him in the first half of the Perfect. Sean Little, MSG. Great to talk to you again, man. Always. Thanks for having me. Now, when we hear Sean, we hear the NBA, and both are great, great things. Kickoff. And a crazy person. Rob Brown next. It's Bet MGM the night.